microphone check. Check, check, check. This is the Super Coin Brothers Podcast. Hosted by the Super Coin Brothers at Sahara Coins in Las Vegas. Hey guys, Super Coin Brothers here. Uh, well, I usually start out saying what episode it is, but we're going to abandon the episode numbers um, because, well, just because you're starting now doesn't mean that you missed much or vice versa. I mean, you may have missed everything, uh, okay. but we don't want you to think that uh, you know you have to start at one if you don't want to. So uh, no episode number here, but what we're going to be talking about today is how to determine the value of your coins. There's lots of different ways to do this. Um, I am here, obviously, Raymond, um, and we're here with Andy, and uh, Andy has been uh, working closely with me on eBay and all kinds of stuff, so we have a lot to share as far as pricing your coins. Um, You know, Andy, uh, here we obviously offer free appraisals in the store. I mean, go ahead and kind of elaborate on, on what we do as far as pricing coins for the customer. Well, a customer will come in, and some most of the time they have no idea what they have, they 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 just, they just know it looks old or it's something they're not used to seeing and so it's up to us to kind of to look at it and determine uh, first off if it's common or if it's what conditions it is it's in what it's made out of and to assign a value to that now as far as looking old that's not necessarily bad <laughs> no no <laughs> Old can be okay, as long as you're rare. <laughs> exactly. As long as you're a rare old, a then rare it's, everything's old. all good. Right. Um, no, you're right. I mean, they come in here, you guys do a great job over there of determining um, you know, what a coin is. It, it may be something that we haven't really seen. We, don't, we haven't seen everything. We've seen a lot, but not everything. Um, but I know one thing we hear a lot of is, well, here, customer, what's the first thing you hear when they come into the booth with something? You, have, you see that look on their face, mm-hmm. like they're really excited. They walk into the booth and they go... You know, I've been looking this up online, and this thing's worth thousands, and it's worth a quarter. You know, I mean, that's one of the things that we see. And personally, I think that's due to a lack of understanding of how to price your coins, how to look up a value. Or, yeah, exactly, because they'll they'll look up, but look in the wrong places. Right. Or they'll look something up, and they'll find somewhere where it gives them an accurate price. Um or they just think it's a better coin than it really is. Right. And a good example of all of that, I mean, we, we do eBay every day here. Um, a great example is there's there's people who go on there and put stuff that's worth 10 bucks up for sale for $15,000 uh, and just hope that there's that one uh, individual who's going <laughs> to click buy now. Um, mm-hmm. And unfortunately, the way that the human brain works and the way people work is when they see the big number or they hear the big number over the phone, I mean, don't get me wrong, it's good to know the range, but I have a hard time telling people that. I'll say, well, it's worth $1 to $1,500. What number do you think they hear? $1,500, yeah. Yeah, so uh, we want to try to help combat that and give uh, everybody some tips on on figuring out the value of your coins. Um, obviously, like, like you just talked about, the determination of pricing here in the store is done one way, uh, but that is going to be for people who are local. Local people, it's going to be perfect for them to come down um, and get that, you know, get a price, and that's not an issue at all. Um, there's lots of online resources and print resources. Uh, there's We offer some books here in the store that have pricing in them if you want to give a rundown. Well, on yeah, we have like the Red Book, which is the most popular, I think, book that our most familiar book, I should say, that people know of. Because you've always heard of the red book, you go look in the red book and see how much it's worth. And and of course, these red books, when they're printed, they're they they print them a year a year and a half in advance. Yeah. And so they they really don't know what the current market values are, and so they and, and they 
to not look foolish, I think, they give it a high value. <clears throat> so it's the Red Book is always inflated. Right. And Red Book is kind of known as the retail book. But again, even then you look at it and it is it's pretty, pretty far out there. And uh, the other thing to keep in mind, uh, the Red Book is considered a collectible, believe it or not. I know the early sets go for good money, but uh, the Red Book itself, it's a good tool for. That's true. I mean, it's a good tool because you can go in and say you've got these Mercury Dimes and you see you can see a, a particular rare year and it may say it's worth you know, five hundred dollars. In reality, that coin may be worth a hundred dollars. Right. We don't know until we see it, of course. But what you can do is look at how many were minted and see how that one particular coin is more given a higher value than the other coins. So that's something that you we'd want to share. You'd want to have somebody look at. Right. In the blue book, uh, which is exactly the same as the red book, but the cover is blue and there, there's no color on the pages. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's considered the wholesale book. So it's considered to be the wholesale prices of the Red Book. Again, printed a year, year and a half prior. Mm-hmm. So um, that's, it's interesting. I mean, it's six bucks cheaper. You don't get any color on your pages. But to me, it gives you all the same important information. Um, it's just not as pretty. Right. And <laughs> and the, the, the values are still inflated, but they're, at least they don't give you that... Uh, that jump in the heart rate. Yeah, that's true. I mean, there are some coins in the red <laughs> book that you look at that are over a thousand dollars, and in all reality, we'll sell you one for half that here in the store. Yeah. So, um, there's also other third party publications um, that people put out. I mean, lots of them, and some of them I wouldn't even give the time of day. There's some that are okay. I know there's um, what is it? Uh, Coin World puts out you know a price guide in their magazine. Mm-hmm. It's usually inflated a little bit. Um, you just got to be kind of careful with those now. Certified coins. We handle a lot of certified coins here in the store. Um, certified coins are not, I mean, they're they're easy to price, but they're not always the easiest to price because there's different prices all over the place when it comes to, to certified coins. Same with, uh, you'll have folks who will look in the red book for certified coin prices because there's grades in there. It's a little difficult to do because population reports change, things like that, but um we only recognize, and this isn't just us, this is this goes as far as like eBay. eBay won't even let you list coins that are supposedly certified if they're not from PCGS, NGC, Annex, or ICG. You're going to see holders that say TCI, APN, all this crazy stuff. Coin world. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Fred's garage grading. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's crazy the things we see. Um, but those coins are considered raw coins. They're not considered certified. I mean, how many times, Andy, have you had a guy bring in one of those little, I don't even remember, I think it's TCI is what it comes up, little brown holder, and it'll be a Morgan dollar, and it says MS67. And you look at it. Oh, you look at it, and you're like, this isn't even an AU coin, or it's yeah. been cleaned. Now, a 67 in some of these coins could be 20, 20 30 grand. Well, and the difference between an AU and an MS63 in some coins oh, could yeah. be $1,000. Right. Yeah, and these are these are yeah. That's the reason why they're not recognized. You get the same coin in eight different holders with eight different grades. Not to say that the others are are always uh, spot on, but that's that's basically the the logic behind it. But like I said on eBay, we can't even list them um, if they're not in those in those grading company holders. Uh, if we do, they end up being cracked out because we can't put that they're certified. Well, and some of these people uh, people have to realize that the grading companies, the recognized grading companies, actually try to go to great lengths to get as close as accurate as they can. 
they don't rely on just one person creating a coin. They have a panel of people doing right. it. And if they don't go through, if they don't agree, it secretly gets goes back through again and things like that. So they have a lot of checks and balances. They try their best to get as accurate as possible. Could you imagine that? Like you're doing your job and like, I don't even tell you like, hey, Andy. You know, hey man, I'm gonna put this back there, but I just keep putting the same coin. It'd be like Groundhog Day yeah, at well, your job yeah. all day. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I've seen this coin before. Yeah, I know. Exactly. <laughs> It'd be terrible. Um, no, but like we mentioned, all the other coins, um, even if they're in the holders that aren't those recognized grading companies, are going to be treated as a raw coin. Uh, so they would be priced based on uh, either one of two things. It's going to be based on either their metal content, if it's super common, um, or you will look at the date, the mint mark, and then the grade. And then there's other ways to go about pricing it. Um, I do get asked a lot by people that come in the store. How do you guys price your coins? If none of this stuff's accurate, how do you price your coins? Um, we actually use... Uh, it's a you have to subscribe to get it. It's called the gray sheet, the dealer gray sheet. Now, understand it's called that. You don't have to be a dealer to get it. Anybody can get on there and get it. I believe it's three or four dollars a copy. Comes out a few times a week. There's you know there's stuff that comes out all year long. What's nice about that is it's up to date. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. and it's pretty pretty close to the to the right market and you'll notice when you get a few of them you'll see pluses and minuses in it when the numbers change so you can kind of quickly scan through and see what the market's doing on certain things and not only that but the first page of every sheet whether it be gray sheet green sheet blue sheet monthly quarterly all the you know the nonsense that's in there the beginning of it usually is a market a current market change they talk about whatever's hot in the market whatever's not Things that are, I think, the, I think the last one was talking about the commemoratives, how oh, they dropped out. Oh and, man, they're so they're it's falling. really good information to know. Yeah, it's great stuff. I mean, even a lot of guys are intimidated by it because they see that and they're like, "Oh, look at all these numbers. I don't, I have no idea what this is." Honestly, if you were to subscribe to it just to get those first two pages, mm-hmm. you would be ahead of the game because it does. It gives you some of it is insider knowledge from from dealers that kind of run the market. So if you can get their information, why not? You know, it's really going to help you out. Um, the gray sheet, like I said, you can get it at graysheet.com. Uh, you can go in there, subscribe to it, get it. And, and don't, don't feel like you can't bring that into a store when you're trying to determine values. I, I have no problem with someone walking in here with the gray sheet and looking at our cases. And that's due to the fact that when we're evaluating the coins, we're pricing them fairly, which is nice. I mean, we, we're, we don't like sharing ours with people, right? Mainly because they don't understand it. That and because we paid for it. And we paid for it. <laughs> yeah. You know, my ball, I'm going home type of deal. But uh, yeah. no, it's true. I mean, you know, these people come in. I, I trust me. I love dealing with a knowledgeable customer, even if it is just, you know, you're just beginning. And even if you have questions, bring in your gray sheet. We'll help you out. It doesn't bother me any. You have questions. We'll answer your questions for you. Um, another one, this one we kind of saved for the end of the podcast um, because this one one can take a little while and two a lot of people may disagree with us um i personally think ebay is a great resource for pricing coins take that how you will (laughs) Um, well i'm not yeah not necessarily all coins right but uh coins that um uh, commemoratives uh things that you don't that aren't like in the gray sheets so right, much. Right. Uh, coins that are like pandas, foreign coins can be a great resource there too because yeah. you don't have the same resources otherwise. Well, and that's the, bringing up foreign coins is actually a good thing that I know I left off here. Um, foreign coins, we deal with quite a bit of it, uh, regardless of the fact that we don't do too. Uh, it's, we used to do a lot of foreign mm-hmm. coins, and you've seen some of the stashes we have of them, but uh, the world coin books. 
The World Coin Books are great. Don't get me wrong. You can look up your coins. You can look up the values. But again, they're printed, and that's it. It doesn't change. Some of the coins that we've found in the World Coin Book are four or $500 coins that may only be $150 coin now. Now, that's where the eBay thing comes into play. You know, Andy, you just looked up some World Coins. Mm-hmm. You look them up in that book, you get a price, and then you look them up on eBay. Some of them are spot on, and some of them are completely different. Well, you get in that book, you may have a, a coin that says it's going to be worth $45, but you put it on eBay and through an auction. And, of course, that's going to be... It's going to come up what the market's going to bear. Right, right. Right? Because there's millions of people looking at eBay, probably thousands of people looking at your coin. And so it's 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 going to come up to what the market is going to bear. Right. And sometimes those things only come up to $10. And you mm-hmm. go, we've almost lost money in that coin now. Yeah. You know, we, we probably have. So it's a, it's a risk. It definitely is a risk. I mean, especially when you're when you're looking at eBay, if it's something that you can't find on there and then you mm-hmm. place it on there. But as far as pricing, it's only going to bring as much as people are willing to pay at the time. So, right. you know, uh, things like those foreign coins, it's good to look them up first. Uh, one of the things that we see that is a mistake that happens is people go to look coins up on eBay because we'll tell them, hey, why don't you go home, take the time to look these up on eBay. It's probably going to be best for you to list them. They just search for it and they look at the prices that they're on there for and that's what they think it's worth. Mm-hmm. Back to where we started, saying that people kind of look at what people list it for. If you're looking on eBay to figure out what your coin's worth, you search for it, and the prices are black. That's what they're listed for. You need to go on the left-hand mm-hmm. side, click Sold Listings, look at what they've completed for, and look at recent ones. If the last completed auction was in 2009, that holds no water. You can't. You know, you're not gonna. You're not gonna adjust anything based on that. You're not gonna price anything based on that. So. That's kind of a, uh, a good way to look at, say, coins that you don't know. You know, you have a Morgan dollar, put the data in the mint mark, and you can pull up what they've sold for. Um, as far as pricing of certified coins and eBay, there's a couple of different ways you can do it. You can look up the certified coin directly on eBay. Um, the way that I like to do it is I like to go, if it's a PCGS coin, I like to go directly to PCGS.com. Um, what I do there is I look at the price guide. The price guide prices on PCGS are inflated. I don't care what anybody tells you. If a coin says it's worth $4,700, most likely it's not. But there's an easy way to tell that. If you're looking up, say, a 1921 Morgan dollar, we know it's not going to be super rare. But you go in there, you look it up, you pull it up in the price guide. Uh, What you would do is you would then click the coin number. So the coin number, it's a four-digit number under the year. Click it, scroll over on the little thing that comes up to the grade if it's a 64 it's going to show you a few things. One, it's going to show you the uh, price guide number. With Let's just throw a number out there. Let's say it's $475. Underneath that, it's going to show you the population of that coin in that grade, which may be whatever, you know, 100, 150. Below that, you're going to see current auction values. Now, this isn't just eBay, but it'll pull eBay. If it says EB, it's an eBay auction. HA, it's a heritage auction. GC, it's a great collections auction. You can view what the auction records are, the current ones, see what they've gone for. The thing you got to keep in mind when you're trying to determine your value is what percentage of those are buyer's premiums. Exactly. I, mean, I was going to bring that up. Yeah. We've discussed buyer's premiums. And I mean, you've seen it since you've been in here doing eBay. You see that there's fees and everything that have to be covered. So those premiums, I mean, the big auction houses will go up almost to 20%. So as a buyer, when you're looking at those numbers, you have to realize yeah, the coin probably sold for say, uh, you know, three hundred dollars. Twenty percent on above that three hundred, so another you know, what is that ninety dollars, sixty dollars? Yeah, another sixty dollars is tacked on that the buyer had to pay 
So it really sold for 360 bucks with that buyer's premium. Usually when someone's buying a coin at auction, they go into it knowing they're going to pay a buyer's premium. And sometimes uh, some of these sites will actually include the buyer's premium on what, on what they actually sold the coin for. So if a coin says it sold uh, for you know, $500 and there's an 11% buyer's premium, that coin, they may, they sold for $500, but the, the person who sold it may have only gotten four hundred dollars or well four let's see about four forty yep for it so um and that that that's the actual retail of the coin at that moment in time for that particular coin and and then if you go to sell it like to us something like that you gotta remember there's a markup why would we not why would we handle it if we can't make a little money on it too exactly and uh, so people get in in, uh, a false sense of what the coin will sell for Right. And, and, you know, the the good thing, too, is that knowing how to go in there and look these things up is not only helpful for you when you're getting ready to sell a coin. I I want people to understand that these are things to do when you're attempting to put together a collection. If you're you're thinking, you know what, I'm going to do just a quick set. I'm going to do the I'm going to do the peace dollar set because there's not Mm -hmm. a ton of peace dollars. You can go in there and kind of look at what they've sold for, figure out what you're probably going to end up spending. Now, when you get into things like looking on price guides and looking at the auction records, one of the other things that will throw you off is you might see five records on this coin for $300 and one for $3,000 in that same grade. That's where you have to kind of make the determination as to if somebody thought, let's say, that this coin was going to upgrade. If the next, there's coins where it's a $150 coin or $300 coin, the next grade is a $4,000 coin because they're so rare in that grade. But if if there's two guys and it's at auction, all it takes is two guys that want that coin to drive it up through the roof. Now, if they're looking at it and they think, hey, that coin has a shot of upgrading and becoming a $3,000 coin, they may bid up to $1,500 to get that $300 coin. You know, And that's, that's something that you have to take into account when you start looking at auction records, looking at what you're going to put a set together for. Uh, you have to pay attention. Use all these things we told you. I mean, use you know, use the price guides. Use heritage. Use you know, gray sheets. I mean, come get a red book. Come look at the you know, the mintage. Look at all of that stuff. I mean, Andy, you've been here. How long have you been here now? A uh, little less than a year. A little less than a year. How many red books do you think you've sold in a year? Just a handful, really. Total. So a handful well, actually, for Andy. But, but for me, that's just me. Right. We've gone through. Uh, we order. We've gone through several cases yeah i would i would say in the last year we've probably gone through yeah two or three cases we've reordered three times so the red book is a very popular publication i mean it's we're not at all saying that it's a useless thing to have i think it's great for again in the beginning of the section for each coin it tells you the composition of the coin it tells you you know the measurements tells you a lot of good info um you know there's lots of good stuff in there and when it comes to pricing the red book's not terrible it's just a matter of it, it is outdated by the time it's put out well i just and the thing is you just got to know what you have in your hand right right and and and, it. and you got to be careful you you want to hope that you know a lot of you guys i know are local um and you can come in here and trust that we're going to give you an honest opinion on your coin there's some places, you know, around the U.S. that may not be that way. It may be a little harder. And I know walking into a place with a coin you have no idea about doesn't really do you many favors in some cases. So uh, use this information and really, I mean, really push to, to learn what your coins are worth and, and do it correctly. I mean, if you have questions about how to do this stuff, I mean, feel free to call us. I mean, call into the store, you know, ask any one of us. We can kind of tell you, you know, how to price things. I mean, I know you and I, we both, everybody in the store has a different way of, 
looking up specific coins. I know you've been handed a lot of weird off the wall stuff lately. I mean, what's kind of the, the easy process or the most convenient process that you've taken that you like to take? How do you like to research your coins? Well, there's especially the foreign coins. I've been getting a lot of oddball foreign coins lately. Yeah. And I like going to the world book, finding out exactly what I have. Because sometimes you really don't know. You think it's it's British, all of a sudden it's Australian because mm-hmm. it's a kangaroo, little tiny kangaroo in the back or something, um, or, or what have you. And you want to know the silver content. Mm-hmm. You want to know uh, the population or, or how many were minted. Uh, there's things that are really helpful there. Given that, then I go on eBay, see if anything, if any of them have been selling on eBay. Uh, the two, probably the two main ways I look up whether I want to list something on eBay, because I do eBay, and it tells me whether it's going to be worth it to to list it or not. Yeah. Now, you know, it's it's funny. That is, I mean, that's the easiest, simplest way to do it. Look in the book, mm-hmm. then then look at what it's actually selling for. You're done. Mm-hmm. It's easy. It's easy, simple. But, you know, I, I have family who does that same thing, not with coins. They do it with, like, shoes at, like, the thrift store. It's almost the same process. They'll go to the thrift store. They'll pull out their smartphone. They'll look up a, a pair of shoes that are there. Look them up on eBay. They look at the completed listings. Hey, this shoe that's here for $3 sells for 15 online. It's going to cost me a few to ship it. Is it worth it? It's the same as if you're looking up anything else. Um, you know, just don't overcomplicate it. I mean, there's you have lots of options. You don't have to overcomplicate it, but it, it's pretty easy to come up with a general value um, if you know what you have in your hand. So take all that to mind. You know, use it. If you have any questions about it, feel free to give us a call or email us at supercoinbrothers at saharacoins.net. Uh, we can answer any questions that you might have. Uh, and uh, this is Raymond saying bye, and Andy's here if he wants to say goodbye. All right, goodbye, folks. <laughs> and uh, we'll talk to you guys again soon.